So every time they say, Anthony, I'm like, yes, I'm priceless. I'm priceless. Right? Beyond value. Thank you, Jesus. You know? <laughs> From now on. <laughs> and so when you, when you begin seeing it, what, what people are declaring over you, you become. You become that. So now you see the power of words, especially with parents when they get mad at their children. Oh, you're good for nothing. You'll always be good for nothing. You're going to end up just like your... Right? It's not good. There's power in that. When I was um, younger, I was born again. I was going to Bible school, came home for the summer, and uh, my, my siblings were always fighting, like cats and dogs. I mean, they would go at it, short of throwing stuff at each other, very short of that. They'd want to, but they know if they did it, they'd get in trouble, right? And so I told them, I was like, okay, yeah, no, 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 this is how it's going to go. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. So what I want you to do is declare over each other that something positive when you're mad. What? Sounds crazy, right? So my sister, she would always be mad at my younger brother, because you know how younger brothers can be, most of you. <laughs> and so maybe you're the younger brother, I don't know. <laughs> and it's just funny, because like, he would follow her around and pester her and all kinds of stuff. And um, she would get mad, and, and she was like, so what do, I, what do I say? I was like, say he is an awesome man of God. And sure enough, it didn't even take five minutes. Ah, you awesome man of God. And he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> He stopped doing it because he started thinking after a while, well, it's not what an awesome man of God does, <laughs> right? So she, they were declaring this over each other. You're an awesome woman of God. You're pure. You're holy. You're righteous, right? Over each other. They grew up with that image in their head. So whenever you're prophesying over somebody, you get to speak the words of God over somebody, no matter where they're at. God will show you specifically where they're at. So right words spoken at the right time is like apples of gold in frames of silver. That's what Proverbs says. God will give you the right words at the right time. And all it takes, number four, is complete surrender. Complete surrender. It's very simple. Complete surrender. It's the simplest thing ever, hardest thing ever. Okay? Um, Daisy and I, we went on this, um, this obstacle course up in the trees. In the, in the outskirts of Dallas, really cool, very physically challenging, okay? And so we went up, we're, we're going through this thing. Daisy chickened out of the very last one. Did you do the last one? No, you did do the last one. So we did like the hardest thing. Sorry, she didn't chicken out. She, 
she rose to the challenge. Um, <laughs> so we do this very last one, and they have the step of faith. That's how you get out of the obstacle course. You're, you're literally latched in to this cord that's supposed to drop you down to the ground. But you're standing on the ledge, and you can't grab the cord. You just have to walk off. Right? You can't sit on the ledge, and then I tried that. They got after me, so you have to stand up. You'll, you'll hit your, yourself on the way down. And when somebody else is going, you're like, come on, just go. Just do it. You can do this. Right? But when you're standing there, it's playing with your mind. Right? You're third floor up. Imagine walking off the side. Looking down, and you just walk. You know this thing's going to get you. Right? It's going to catch you. You're not going to fall. But when you're doing it, you're like, there's nothing down there. Like, what if I just fall flat? <laughs> this is going to be crazy, right? And so you have to take the step of faith. So finally, you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You just have to settle in yourself. I'm just going to do it. And then you step, and then it slowly lowers you to the ground. You're like, what? That was it. That's, that's all I had to do. And I had to fight with myself for like, what, 10 minutes? Each of us did it. 10 minutes waiting up there trying to decide we're going to do it or we're not going to do it. We're going to do it. It's the only way to do it. So you're like, okay, this is simple. It's the same way with prophecy, of complete surrender. At first, it seems like it's a hard thing to do. It's like stepping off the side of the cliff. But God catches you every single time. So sometimes God will give you the words of what to say immediately. And sometimes you do it in blind trust. And you just let God fill your mouth with what to say. So I'm in South Africa. We go into the hospital. We're praying for people. When people are getting healed one after another, we go into this one ward, right? A guy in the very end, he's having trouble breathing. I hate stuff where people have trouble breathing. I hate it. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. So I was like, can I pray for him? Just let me pray for him. I want to pray for him. He's like, my friend's like, go for it. Chris Millen, right? So I put my hands on him. In the name of Jesus, you'll be healed. Healed. Start taking deep breaths. He's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is weird. Chris looks at him. He goes, you were raised by your No, you weren't raised by your mom. You were raised by your grandmother. And the guy's just looking at him like, what? It was just random. This came out. He's like, what? He goes, yeah. And she took you to church. How did you end up hanging out with these guys? They got you in trouble. They got you... Here to this, this hospital, where are they at now? None of them are here. Where are they at now? And this guy's like, who are you? How do you know this? He's starting to freak out. He goes, you know better. Your grandmother taught you better. She raised you in church. She raised you right. And this guy's freaking out. Do you know me? Do you know who I am? He goes, I don't know you. He's like, but how do you know this? Chris doesn't stop. He's like, oh, and you played guitar in church. What'd you do with that guitar, by the way? Oh, you sold it for drugs. 
this guy's freaking out. Freaking out. He's like, how do you know that? And so he looked at me, he goes, God's telling me everything about you right now. He goes, and it's time for you to get right. Leads him to the Lord right then and there. This guy's completely blown away. He just got healed. Chris is reading his mail, right? You're, you're familiar with that term? Yeah. <laughs> so Chris is reading his mail, and this guy's freaking out. Gives, makes a decision, gives his life to the Lord. Radically changed. Radically changed. And it was all from complete surrender. Because afterwards, I couldn't wait to get alone with Chris. Because I know how it would work with me. But I was curious how it worked with him and how he could be so accurate with so many details. Right? Because before that, we were at a store. Uh, we were at a cell phone store. I was looking for the little adapters so we can charge our stuff in, in South Africa. And we walk in, and Chris tells the lady behind the counter, they're like, who are you? What are y'all doing here? Because they noticed we were different. So, oh, we're believers. We're ministers of the gospel. We're here to heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, and preach the gospel. Can we do anything for you? She goes to the back. Brings out all the staff, lines them up, and we're praying for them, one after another. Awesome. Beautiful. Right? And the people who needed healing, they got healing. So this lady comes up, excuse me, and she's like, I have nothing wrong with me, I just want you to bless me. The guy goes, she's lying. She can't have a baby. And that's what she really wants a blessing for. So I've learned through history, trial and error, right? Ask them if they're married, you know? <laughs> okay, right? You don't want to be blessing something that God doesn't want you to bless. It happens. You can ask Daisy. We were in Bolivia. So this girl comes up. She's like, I can't have babies. Um, can you pray for me? And so we look at each other and he's like, are you married? No, I live with my boyfriend. So Daisy goes, you will have a baby when you get married. <laughs> and so the lady was like, fine. You know? <laughs> but so I asked this lady, I go, are you married? She goes, yes. I go, I understand I'm asking questions for a reason. She says, okay. I go, does your husband want to have a child? She goes, yes. I said, okay. So that's what you really want, right? And she looked at me and she's like, yeah. Okay, give me your hand. Prayed for her. A year later, she had a baby. Well, a year later, we go back, she has a baby. <laughs> right? So you see how simple it is. So I was thinking, so what it is, so I talked to Chris. We sit down, I'm eating chicken. You know, I'm talking to him. I was like, hey, um, how does this work for you? Like, does God tell you beforehand? Is it like in the, in the moment? Like, how does this work? And he goes, what do you mean? What do you mean what I mean? How do, how do you prophesy? <laughs> how do you know these details, you know? And he's like, oh, oh, that. Um, I just opened my mouth. Okay. 
explain, you open your mouth. You just go like this. Yeah, you know? And he starts laughing and he's like, no, 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 no. He goes, I just decided I'm going to speak. And God gives me the words. I was like, so you don't know in your thoughts what you're saying until it comes out of your mouth. He goes, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is amazing. It's complete surrender. He goes, yeah, it's blind, blind trust. I go, it's just like healing and words of knowledge and other stuff that, you know, I've been studying now. He goes, yeah, just complete surrender. He goes, you have to get rid of the fear of maybe you're wrong. Because then you won't do it. He goes, push past it. He goes, have I been wrong before? I've been wrong before. He goes, but when you know, you know. And the more you do it, the more you know. 100% of the time. And it's not an issue. Right? So, I've been put in situations, and I put my team in situations on purpose to get them to rely on the Spirit of God instead of their own ability, strength, what they know, any of that. Right? And so, we're out in, because I'd rather challenge you here, make it harder here than being out there when somebody's life matters and you being, then you practice there. You understand what I'm saying? It's better to practice harder here and be easy out there than learn hard lessons out there when people's lives are in your hands, right? So that's where we, we disciple. It's the way we train. And so we're out. God tells me, you're going to pray for this business owner. Oh, okay. So I was like, excuse me, ma'am, can I bless you? She's like, yes. I go, you own this business? She said, yes. I said, okay. So we step inside of the business we were just eating at. And I said, um, she goes, well, I, I need prayer for healing. I have a de uh, degenerative back disease. I said, okay. I was like, um, so you have a lot of pain right now? She's like, yes. I'm always in pain. It never goes away. Even if I take medication, it doesn't go away. So okay. So let's deal with that first, and I'm going to bless you. She's like, okay. Pray twice, completely healed. And I haven't even thought about what I'm going to say to bless her, right? It's one thing after another. It's just rapid fire. Boom, 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 boom. And then so I just grabbed her hands. I said, Father, I thank you right now for complete healing. And this thing will not come back. Then I start blessing her out of Deuteronomy 28. You're blessed. When you come in and when you go out, you're blessed. You know, I just kept speaking that over there. All of a sudden, I'm no longer saying the word of God. I'm saying all this other stuff. I, I can't even tell you what it is now. If she comes back to me and asks me for what I said, I can tell her because the spirit remembers, right? And it was for her. She breaks down. She lets go of one of my hands. She's sobbing. She's reaching for some tissue, and she's just sobbing. I mean, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's not the normal, like, response when you give a prophetic word to somebody. Sometimes they might cry, but they're not, like, bawling, right? I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? I just have one hand. 
So God, what do you want me to do? He goes, keep on blessing her. So okay. So I kept speaking blessing over her. She breaks down. She lets go of my hand. She drops all the way to the ground. And she's on the ground crying and she's slapping the floor. And I'm just like, this is very interesting. I didn't touch her. I didn't push her down. I had her hand. She let go. I didn't, you know, and she fell down on her own. And so she starts getting back up. We help her up. And God said, finish. I said, okay. So I finished. And so she finally stopped crying. And she goes, can I, can I speak? And I said, yeah. And she said, I gave God a list of questions this morning that I needed answers for. She says, you answered every single one of my questions. I can't tell you what answers I gave her, but it was answers that she needed. <laughs> right? So I'm about to leave, and the one thing I do remember is I was about to leave, and God said, bless her one more time. And I said, okay. So I turned around and said, ma'am, how many stories do you have? She goes, I have one. I was like, by the end of the year, you'll have five. She starts crying again. So what do I do now? She stops crying. She says, that's another confirmation. She said, I drew up all the contracts, the paperwork to franchise my business. And this is confirmation to go forward. I was asking God about it. I was like, oh, okay. God is awesome. He meets you where you're at. He meets people with that. Remember, you're God's ambassador. You're Christ's ambassador. You represent him to the people. It's as if Jesus himself is speaking to them. It's very simple. So edifying, you use his word. If you have nothing, I'm giving you some secrets here. If you have nothing, blank, in your thoughts, anything going on, Use his word. Start off with his word because the word of God, the spirit of God grabs his word, makes it alive, and flows straight into something. Okay? So, something you do not do. Number five. If God shows you a picture, do not tell him what the picture is. Okay? If God shows you an image, do not tell him what the image is. If it sounds crazy. Okay? So it's the little clause there. If it sounds crazy. So like the other night, we prayed for um, Caesar's friend, right? As soon as I touched him, I saw a rip in his muscle. So I told him what I saw, right? Because it doesn't sound crazy. He goes, that's what the doctor told me, right? So I was like, okay, how could I see that and then it be what the doctor told him? And so as we were praying, I saw it mending back together. And I was like, okay, this is cool, you know? Do I need to see the picture? No, I don't need to see the picture. I just need to pray. Right? And so what happens, though, is people get these, like, weird pictures that God shows them. And they don't translate it for the person. 
right? And so it comes across like really weird and, and almost like new agey, like creepy almost, you know? It's like, oh, when I see a harsha, I see this beautiful violin on a floating cloud. What? Right? If you're on the street and you tell somebody that, they look you up and down like, what is wrong with you? What are you smoking? You're at the hookah lounge? You know? Like, what's going on here? Right? And it's like, no, 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 no. They don't need to know that. Just like if, if you're speaking Tamil, you know, and, and then Anthony just, he doesn't need to tell me what you said. And, oh, um, how do you say that? He doesn't have to tell you, tell me, okay, so this word means this. And this word means this, right? He just translates to me what you said. Right? It's the same thing with God. You're his representative. So you're just translating to people what he's telling you. So if he's showing you a picture, it's for you to translate. He's speaking to you. He speaks to you in a way that you understand it. Right? So because I might see an elephant and think, oh, man, God's given you all of India. Right? You might see an elephant and you might think, oh, I don't know. What do you think of an elephant? <laughs> Peanuts. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> banana. <laughs> so, like, you, you know what I mean? You might be thinking something completely different. Because God speaks to you in a way that you can understand it. That's why He's showing you pictures. He'll give you smells, He'll let you see things, He'll let you hear things so that you can understand it. And then, and then de declare or translate what he's saying to the person. You see how it's a big difference? Everybody else wants you to start over here and just stay there. No, no, no. You don't even start there. You need to start up here and grow. Right? That's why I said what I'm telling you goes against what prophetic ministries teach. Well, you just need to give by yourself and just focus on hearing the Lord. No, no, I'm telling you, you already hear the Lord. Get your mind out of the way. Hear him. And you see how accurate you are. You are. We're going to do some exercise when we come back from lunch. And you'll see. Some of you will even know the person that you're going to write the prophecy for. Even though you're not going to know who it's going to be for. It happens. Yeah, we're going to do it when we come back. Yeah, somebody here. We're going to do exercises here. Um, yeah. So Daisy wants to give you an example of um, somebody or um, what I'm talking about. Okay. So I'm at a, uh, a seminar and God... You know, he brings people across our path and, and different things. And 
So this lady comes up and he said, so I was curious if you had any prophetic teaching, and they said to come to you. I said, okay. Um, so what's going on? And she's like, well, I've studied under this ministry and this ministry and this ministry and this ministry. I was like, okay. So what'd you get out of it? She goes, well, can I show you or tell you? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, when I look at you, I see a lion. And like she starts going into the different aspects of the lion and this and that. And she was accurate. There's nothing wrong with what she was saying. Other than the fact that I didn't even need to know what the lion was. Right? And so I told her, I was like, okay, that's good. Why haven't you grown from there? What do you mean? Yeah. Let's look at the Old Testament prophets that actually talk to people. What did, what did Samuel tell Saul? You're late. Oh, by the way, two, two mules you're looking for, they've already been found by your servants. Come on, we're going to, to a meeting. He didn't say, I had a dream and a vision, and this is what happened in that. No, he didn't tell him. He was just straight to the point. Right? Why do people want to focus on, oh, what I see and this and that? Because it builds themselves up to look super spiritual. Throw that off the table. You will know a tree by its fruit. You don't have to be super spiritual, right? So the lady's like, well, can you give me an example? I go, yes, yes. I, um, I go, for instance, if I'm looking at you and I see a rainbow, I don't tell you anything about the rainbow. I tell you, God is in covenant with you. And I know there's people in the church right now speaking against you, trying to push against what you're doing with this prophetic ministry. But what God wants you to know that he is for you and no one can stand against you. He's going to make a way for you. He's going to even silence your enemies. She starts bawling. Do you have a book? <laughs> no, I don't have a book. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you teach this somewhere? I was like, just people are disciple. Because it's, it's important. It's dear. It's something that's personal. You know, I've thought about writing a book about it, but every time I go to write, I can't write anything because it loses that personal aspect of, of being able to sit down and talk to somebody about how to, to really communicate and translate God. It's personal. Healing is personal. That's why every case is different. I can go and I can touch somebody and see, oh, it's just an accident. Boom, healed. Go and touch somebody, and they're holding it on in their soul. Your sins are forgiven. Boom, they're healed. Right? Same issue, two different people, two different problems. Relationship is what makes the difference. Total, complete surrender. And what God tells you, right? Don't make it super spiritual. Now, if God shows you something and you don't understand exactly what it means, then you might need to tell him the picture, okay? Uh, a friend of mine knows this guy. He was a very major, um, like, prophetic person in the United States. And he wanted to take prophecy outside the church because that was, like, revolutionary 20 years ago or 12 years ago, right? And so he goes to the restaurant. And he's talking to his pastor about it. He's like, 
He's like, okay, try on our server. Person serving us. Okay? So he's like, okay, God, what do you want to show me about the person? And he sees this empty bird cage. Sees the color, he sees what it looks like, everything. Draws it out on a napkin. And he's like, why am I seeing this empty bird cage? Is, is it because she's in slavery? Is that her cage? No, not that. Nope, God's like, mm, no, no. So he, he's, he gets stumped. She comes back. And he said, ma'am, so I was praying for you. And uh, God showed me an empty birdcage. She starts bawling. Starts crying. So, ma'am, is everything okay? She goes, my bird died today. That cage that you drew sitting at home empty. She had a close connection to her bird. Was he right? 100%. It opened up a way for him to present the gospel to this lady. She said, how did you know that? God showed me. God cares so much about you that he, he let me know that your bird was dead. You see that? He cares. He's so big, he cares about the big picture, but yet he's so small, he cares about every detail. He's personal. And when you see it from that perspective, man, every detail is important. Right? You can step into any situation. You can give a prophetic word. So I'm going to be challenging you today. After we teach you, as we go to, to, to dinner or wherever we go or whatever we do, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay? You're here. I'm going to put you on the spot. Because I want you to grow. You grow with pressure. That's how we grow. Right? And, and you'll see. God will speak through you. The only thing that requires is being completely surrendered. Get rid of any doubts, any fear, anything else trying to hold you back, and you'll see. And, and you'll see. God will start telling you about things about everybody, everywhere you go. You'll start picking up on people's emotions. You'll start, you'll start discerning human spirits is basically what it boils down to, and everything. When it started to happen to me, it was like this clutter in my brain. Okay? Understand what I'm saying? you'll experience it and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Because I'd be walking down the street and I was like, oh my gosh, she just broke up with her boyfriend. And over here, oh, oh this, this happened in his life. And it was like, God, what are you doing to me right now? This is kind of freaking me out. Because God was opening up the channel to where I can understand what's going on in everybody's life around me so I can be highly effective for the kingdom at every moment of every time. When I get up to speak, a lot of times, actually all the time now, I hear people's questions. So a lot of times you, you can say, you can come up to me and say, well, I was just thinking about it. I was just talking about these questions I had. The Holy Spirit's telling me your questions. And a lot of times, when I first started doing this, I didn't even know if I made sense. Okay? Because I'm speaking here, and in my brain, in, in, in the Spirit, I'm already five or six questions ahead of you. And I'm breaking it down. 
And then sometimes you got to hit the brakes and change direction because one of you has a question in this direction. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing as you train. You begin to, to, to figure that out and realize it as you completely surrender to God. And God will let you know people's, the questions of people's hearts. Not the questions in their minds. The questions in their hearts. And when you deal with the question of their heart, it solves the question of the mind. Right? I don't teach this to anybody. I'm teaching trainers right now. So you understand, God will show you exactly what people are thinking, what they're saying, what they're, you know, if they're distracted or anything. He lets you know everything. All you have to do is completely surrender to him. So anytime I speak, I said, God, we can do this. It's not me. Smith Wigglesworth would say, I might start off in the flesh, right? But I end in the spirit. It's the speaker over there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's something to consider, think about, right? So stay out of your flesh, stay out of your carn the carnal mind, and just let the spirit of God flow. It will shock you. When it started happening to me, my jaw was dropping. What? That's true? Are you sure? It's like trying to convince somebody their, their name isn't their name. Right? They're like, yes. What do you mean? You're not sure now? You know? <laughs> no, you don't want to go there. Just surrender to God, and he speaks through you. All right? So let's take a break. Is it lunchtime already? Yeah. So are you there? Okay. So let's go eat. Yes? So food, you be blessed in Jesus' name. You will nourish our bodies.